0: Hello everyone and welcome to this very special Mother's Day episode of the Motherkind podcast. So it is Mother's Day in the UK this Sunday the 27th of March and I was thinking about what I wanted to give all the mothers that listen to this podcast as a celebration of you and as us as a community. Then I realised I have hundreds of gifts for you because at the end of every podcast, which if you are a regular listener you will know, I ask the guest to give you all a gift. I say, what's the one gift you'd give to all mothers in the world and why? And I love that question, and I love the answers even more. So, this Mother's Day special episode is a compilation of some of the favourite gifts that we've been given over the years. It features some of your most loved guests Dr. Gabor Mate, Dr. Shafali, Glennon Doyle, Sarah Ockwell Smith, Eve Rodsky, and Dr. Nicola Perra. And I've got to be honest with you, I cried so many times creating this episode for you and I genuinely wish that every mother in the world could have the gift of listening to these wise, kind words from our guests. So if you want to give something to the mothers in your life, please do share this episode with five mums that you want to feel the reassurance and love that is in this episode and in these words from our guests. I think never has there been a more important time for us mothers to realise the incredible, important, often under-celebrated job that we do. So please help me to celebrate ourselves by sharing this. One last favour from me, as you listen to this, please do take these gifts into your heart and remember this Mother's Day just how incredible you are. Before we get on to this week's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsor this week. Portable breast pumps are just brilliant, aren't they? They're convenient, fuss-free and allow us to get on with whatever we need to do, hands-free. And the Frau Power Pump is just brilliant. The pump tucks into your bra so you can pump and go with no wires. It has 12 comfort levels how good is that it has capacity for 180 ml milk and i think this bit is really important the Frau power pump is really competitive and an accessible price point it's actually over 150 pounds cheaper than many of the other hand-free pumps out there Frau Powell also offer a totally free midwife live chat every Friday on their website. So anyone can head there if you need some advice from a professional midwife, whether you're pregnant, you have a newborn, or you just need some help with your baby. Listeners of the podcast can get 10% off the Frau Pau breast pump at www.fraupow. that's F-R-A-U-P-O-W com With the code MotherKind10. That's fraupau.com, MotherKind10 for 10% off your portable breast pump. And see the website, MotherKind.co, for T's and C's. Here is this week's episode. I always ask the same question mm-hmm. at the end of every interview, which is if you could give just one gift to all the mothers in the world, what would that one gift be and why?
1: Self-love. Yeah. When you have that, everything else
2: follows.
3: I would give them 10 minutes of calm every single day. And the reason I would give 10 minutes of calm, because self-care has been branded, it's become this whole episode. It has to be all of this stuff. You've got to do this right now. You've got to do whatever. But I know that with 10 minutes of calm you could do some deep breathing you can do some visualizing you can tap into or however you do it like activate your parasympathetic nervous system and you can give yourself a sense of calm that you could achieve in a 90 minute nap in 10 minutes of calm and I think that you then go through life and you then become a conduit for calm and your approach is much more measured, it's much more considered, you respond rather than react. You can give people compassion and empathy rather than be defensive. So I think 10 minutes of uninterrupted calm every day, I think that's enough time for mothers to be able to indulge without feeling guilty.
4: I would give them individualised support and sort of chose that very carefully because I think support means so many different things to different people so support in the way that they would like to receive it and the reason for that is that I think the majority of people that I see a major contributing factor to their difficulties is lack of support and part of that is about validation too so I would give all of the mothers in the world the knowledge that what they are doing is incredibly important and to be valued in my eyes, kind of above all else.
1: The gift would be to see your children as a gift to you, to awaken and to release your expectations. This is not about you being a better person. This is not about you being the best at anything. It's really about just allowing yourself to enjoy this being that has come here to teach you. And when you release those expectations and your perfectionism, you truly begin to enjoy your child and slow down, do less, have less things you teach them and more things you learn from them.
5: I think the space to talk about what comes our way, you know, I think the embodiment of community, which I think so many of us are looking for these days, I think our lives really aren't built around community in the way that We should have it. I think we are tribal people in the end of the day. We want to sit in circle and share and have help and feel supported. And I find that for, especially for mothers, we tend to isolate ourselves a little bit. And like, we're the only ones who don't have it figured out when actually no one has it figured out. And we're just looking around to see if there's anyone who feels the same way we do when truth is we all do. So I think the gift of sitting in circle with other mothers, of sharing with other mothers and being able to vent and cry. And feel and be reminded that we're not alone, I think, is the most important thing. And I think you do it so well with this podcast. And any way that we can invite that into our lives, I think, is going to be
6: really, really, really helpful. I think it would be permission. That's the first word that came to me just permission to return to themselves, to trust themselves to unleash themselves. Just permission. Whatever is the opposite of gaslighting, that's what I would give them. That is why the line, the most important line in that book is you are not crazy. You are a goddamn cheetah." That is the gift that I wanted to give all women. Just the reminder, the promise that everything inside of them, that That the imagination inside of them, the longing inside of them is not proof that they are not grateful. It's proof that they are meant for more. And what the more is, is not improvement, right? It's just more freedom. It's more freedom to live as they want to live. And when I say returning to our wild, I don't mean some loud, crazy version of ourselves if that's not what we are. I have two daughters. And one of them, her natural wild, is quiet and introverted and cautious. That is her wild. And she's being tamed when people try to force her out of that. And my other daughter, she's more the traditional wild. (laughs) She's like six years from a felony, Zoe, is what we jokingly say in our family. (laughs) But... Whoever is in there, you know, just dying to come out and needs permission to be free, that's what I would offer, Mm. permission.
4: Inner peace, sound like a real hippie, because then you don't need anything else, do you? I think if things feel right and peaceful inside, then everything else is just much easier. Inner peace kind of has to start from... Feeling worthy and loving yourself, doesn't it? So I sound like a proper self-help guru Tishé, love yourself first and everything else will follow. Well, the practical thing I always offer to mothers that I know is I say, Would you like me to come round and take the baby out for a little walk so that you can have a shower? Because I think to have your baby looked after by someone else that you trust, <laughs> I think that's the biggest gift. So that's probably what I would give if it's possible. And the piece of a piece of advice I wish I'd had earlier, which was given to me by a psychologist I interviewed, she's called Linda Blair, and she'd written a book about siblings. She said a very good general thing to think of is pay attention to the flowers and the weeds will sort themselves out. I really try to do that in life and with people. Again, I think modern life sends us down, and that's why the education stuff is so horrible. You go down this route where you're endlessly focusing on what's wrong with someone and what they can't do, whereas life gets nicer for everyone if you focus on the flowers. If I could give one gift to all of the mothers in the world, my absolute heartfelt want and need was to know that just your time and presence for your child your emotional comfort around something is the biggest gift they could have difficult lives they can meet all sorts of demands and experience all sorts of difficult situations but just by you being a secure presence that they can go and speak to reflect back on you're doing the most amazing things for them you're helping them process the emotion around them so That would be my one gift is to say just your very presence, your quiet, still, comfortable presence.
5: I was thinking about this yesterday. I saw your email that you said that. I was like, I could have some really profound answer, but I've been really tired lately. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I wish I could just give everybody energy, like sleep and energy. Because I feel like, oh, man sometimes some seasons of motherhood, you're just so tired and it's so hard to do these things when you're feeling depleted. So there's probably something much more profound I could say, but in this season for me, I'm like, it'll be so nice for moms to have like some good sleep and some good energy and, you know, just be able to get through those really hard days.
0: I would give mothers the gift of safety, actually, because I don't think that we can do any of this work of reclaiming or empowerment unless we have safety in our lives, in our bodies. And so I really, I guess, want to just acknowledge the basicness of that, that so many aren't afforded. And then to say, I would give every mother the gift of knowing that she's enough. She's doing enough. She always has been enough. She has never had to earn her worth. It is so often that we are conditioned out of it from often when we're little girls ourselves. So that gift of safety and the gift of knowing that you are enough as you are. And I think that's the starting place for our empowerment.
2: Really, the first thing that came up was very related to what you brought up, Zoe, freedom from guilt. If we could just wash that out of their being, just freedom from unfair guilt, needless guilt. Sure, there's a place for healthy remorse. There are times, you know, with my own kids where I've done things that, you know, soon after I thought to myself correctly, darn Rick, what the heck? Don't ever do that again. You know, it wasn't abuse, but far from skillful. And okay, there's a place for that. But that's not unfair guilt. So yeah, I would free them from their guilt if I possibly could. And what's left, what emerges, what arises, right, when guilt leaves is just a bone-deep feeling of worth as a human and a woman and a mother. That's what I would wish.
3: If I could give one gift, it would be the power of self belief. Because what really helped me is believing that I was good enough, believing that I was a good enough mother. And it's that please believe you are good, you're more than good enough, you're a good enough parent. Just really believe in yourself, have faith in yourself. That's super important.
7: The gift of matrescence, of the understanding of this bottom ancient insight into a woman's evolution. You know, we used to revere and celebrate women. We saw them as the creators of life and they're celebrated and they were seen as the creators of everything and their transformation through motherhood and then into being the wise elder was the most important and honouring thing to be able to do. And we have ripped that out of a woman's life. We have told her she needs to stay in one place and be the same. So if I could gift something to every mama, it would be this understanding of matrescence. However they find it is beyond me. It does not bother me. I just want it to be a word that we understand as a culture now.
3: The gift that I would give to all mothers is to know that you are enough right now and you do not need to prove your worthiness or your enoughness. Your value is not determined by how much you get done. And I'll end with the way I ended my book, which is the world does not need you busy. The world needs you here and it's enough. One word, time, 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 time. I believe that if we add that word to our definition of feminism, typically you see feminism as a social, cultural, political equality of the sexes. What if we add social, political, economic, and time equality of the sexes? I think things would change. Our time is just as valuable as men's time and I really really hope that society women and men will start internalizing that because that's when we'll see true transformative
4: change okay the gift would be if you sit and you put your hand on your navel put your hand on your navel right where your hand is touching your navel this is right here right now this is actually right here right now your hand is holding seven generations back The egg that's in your Zoe, your pregnant belly, that egg, that child was in your mother. And that egg was in your mother and your mother was in your grandmother. Our abuse and trauma history goes back seven generations. Right here, right now, as mothers, we can choose to do it differently. We can choose the next seven generations. And as we wake up and we choose to behave differently, from here is what makes it change. And that's a really extraordinary thing. I think probably the bedrock of all of it is self-belief. I think if I could wave a magic wand and help parents to know they're enough and that they are incredible just as they are, that they are the right parent for their child and their child is the right child for them. I wish all parents had that self-belief. I think when you're parenting from a place of knowing that and feeling self-confident, I think lots more parenting tasks become more intuitive and easier and there's a kind of oil's the wheels doesn't it when we know that we're enough everything else feels more sustainable I think this is such a lovely question I love it that your podcast is a collection of gifts to mothers my gift to mothers would be a deep belief that the shame you're carrying doesn't belong to you I know that feels a bit off-piste from what we've been talking about, but I think a lot of our limiting behaviours are related to shame or feelings of not being good enough. That shame doesn't belong to you. You've picked it up along the way before you're even aware of what shame was and you can be free of it. And even if you're not ready to be free of it yet, knowing that you
5: can be is worth holding on to. That is what I would like all mothers to know. I imagine there might not be too many surprises as to what my gift will be. I would impart the gift of consciousness, the gift of presence. Because like I said, for so many of us, that in and of itself is a tall order to practice that. Though it's, I believe, can be the most healing experience for humanity, really. So, waving the wand and urging everyone and whether or not I need to impart you with that gift, knowing that that gift is inside of you and that we can all begin to access our own practice of consciousness. And I believe that, like I said earlier, is the foundation not only of change, which is what most of us want to do, but just to end it beautifully on what we're talking about of human connection and of what this is all about.
1: Well, that's easy, especially we've just talked about it. And so it's easy. It's confidence. It's confidence. Is the confidence or the arrogance? <laughs> I don't know what to be the arrogance in the right way of, not the arrogance in thinking you know more, but there is a certain natural arrogance that is in any relationship as a friend when you believe that you're the other's answer. This confidence is, I'm convinced that the real crisis today is a crisis of confidence, not a crisis of knowledge. It's a crisis of confidence. And the more dependent we become on others and experts, the less confident we become. That's why I've tried to turn this around. Yes, yes, yes. I've written a book. Yes, I'm seen as an expert. Yes, I've taught parenting, child-parent relations in university for umpteen years. Yes, I have, you know, created these courses. But the fact is, is how do you speak to the relationship, not to the knowledge? And so that is my wish. I would so often wish this. I would say to my clients sometimes in my office. I just wish there was a confidence pill I could give you because if you could walk there in your alpha instincts, in your alpha caring, believing that you are your child's best bet and looking to be the answer your child needs. And if this was there, the rest would follow. I wish confidence. It's really hard these days to find that. It was interesting. I don't know where they went ahead in the uk with uh i was approached at one time and this was a decade back i believe when they wanted to make parenting a course in school in public school in high school and so they could teach how to parent and they were so surprised that i was so much against it because i said well there's nothing that will take you away from your intuition more than learning it in a text there's nothing that could be worse Because that's not what starts. You have a baby. Now you might be interested in looking a few things up, but you have to accept the dance. And the dance has to be real uh, before you're going to be able to be mentored in that.
8: I would wish for them to see themselves through my eyes, which I think is a reminder because I have to admit to you, I think the greatest achievement humanity has ever managed to achieve is motherhood. When you really, no, I'm, it's not a compliment. I thank you for the smile. It's not a compliment. It's that job that nobody gives you the manual for, right? That is full on, like 100% full on at an age where you, most mothers don't have the wisdom. It's actually quite funny. I mean, you think about it. If I was a father now, I would be so much better. And so mothers by nature, biologically, have not really gotten the full experience of life yet. And they're motivated by all of that pressure, all of the fear, as we said, but in tremendous love. And you put all of that together and you want to create not a product and not write a book and not compose a piece of music, you're creating a human, okay? Okay. And yet, somehow, we forget to tell them how amazing this is. We forget to tell them that I don't think there is anything more valuable to humanity. As a matter of fact, my next book is entirely about that. I think humanity is coming to a point where if we could just create better people coming into the world, everything else will be taken care of.
2: Absolutely.
8: You're the best, and whether it's you or my mom or my ex, the mother of my children, anyone listening, I think you're amazing. I really do.
3: It would be to deeply, deeply, deeply trust the mama bear intuition that is within you, not to look outside of you, even if it's someone who's meant to supposedly know better. No one knows better than you
5: when you tune into
0: that
3: part of you that deeply knows that ancient part of you.
0: A wife. I'd love a wife. (laughs) Yeah. What would a wife give? All the things that they give. It's actually Amy Poehler in her book, Yes Please, she talks about every mother needs a wife. You need someone who does as much caretaking as you do to help balance out the amount of effort that it takes to not just like the physical demands of it, but the emotional demands. Because it takes more than one person who just feels
5: that moral responsibility to give, mm-hmm. to have enough to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to give every mother in the world permission to fail and be terrible at as many things as they try. That being a mess is totally great. That missing mm-hmm. the basket is completely okay. Hey, I failed. Wow. I'll do better next time, but I failed. That's, it's totally great. Oh,
3: such a good question, isn't it? I would give them the gift of time. I would give them the gift of time so that we could take more time for ourselves, which would help with our regulation. and. Time just to be with our children I think we are robbed in the modern world so much of time and it's kind of nobody's fault it's evolved that way and I would like to claw some of it back for us and that we could all live in some great big commune and just I talk in the book about living in that you know it takes a village so I think time and time together all of us together, to just give each other a hug and say, do you know what? You're doing a really bloody good job and it is really bloody hard, but it's a lot easier when we're doing it together. So time and togetherness, I think, would be my two.
0: So that was the episode. Wasn't it special? I really hope you enjoyed it and I hope you loved the gifts. I've got a question for you. What's the one gift that you would give well if you're on instagram then i would love you to share that with me simply write the one gift you'd give on a piece of paper take a picture of you holding it post it to your grid or your stories and use the hashtag we are mother and then i'll definitely see it If you post that on Sunday the 27th on Mother's Day, we are going to compile all of the gifts from our community and spread the love, hopefully, all over social media. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for
2: being here and happy Mother's Day.